Ace Keenum takes the offline snap, blitzes on. Keenum fade for Diggs! Touchdown! Our offense got a little Diggs, little case, little Thielen, and some Rudy Thong thumping in your face. The defense plays a little stronger than you think. Harrison Smith makes a hit and you don't feel right. Hunter Barr and Griffin always get their will imposed. X marks the spot where the roads are closed. This is how we score. Oh, 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 oh. We win in every game headed to the score. This is how we score. Oh, 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 oh. We light it up with our hands up. This, this is how, how we score. score. We're heading to the pole. Super Bowl in our town, February 4th, baby. This, this is, is how we score. Oh, oh, oh. Then we get into a really, really weird white rap that nobody wants to ever hear. I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast. Thought we would travel down memory lane just a little bit. Let me let me bump it up a little bit. Let me let me play the chorus because the chorus is actually the best part of the song. Hold on. Get it. This is how we school. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Harry the Hitman. He's hit. And he's sacked by Everson Griffin. Keenum back to pass. Uh. Looking out to the left. Welcome back to 24's Podcast. You can find 24's Podcast on Pocket Cast, Overcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find, and Spotify, of course. You can find 24's podcast, literally, where you can find any podcast. Hold on. Hold on. We win in every game headed to the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, oh. This is how we score. We're headed to the pole. We're headed to the Super Bowl because we're in Minnesota. This is how we score. Oh, whoa. This is how we score. Deep left side for Adam Thielen. All right. Enough of that. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that was. When was that? When was that? <laughs> you know, it's funny. A lot of people give a lot of Cowboy fans some front-running BS. A lot of people are like, you know what? Cowboy fans, they are obnoxious. This song was made, like, I think the week before the uh, they played Philadelphia. <laughs> this is how... I gotta, I gotta play it one more time. Hold on. Let me play the chorus one more time. Hold on. Oh! This is how we score. Purple and gold fireworks flying in the sky, baby. This is how we score. Skull! 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 This is how we score. By the way, they got this guy in the video uh, with literally dressed up as a Viking. I mean, goodness gracious. He has what the fuck? He has he has so many teams tattooed on his body. He has the 49ers. He also has kanji and barbed wire as well. 
He has the Cowboys and he has the Vikings. He, like on one bicep, on his right bicep, he has the 49ers, the uh, the the, uh, the Seahawks, and another team. And he also has the Cowboys, barbed wire, kanji, and like a forearm sleeve. And he and on his left bicep, he has the the Vikings. And by the way, on his left bicep, or not on his left bicep, on his left forearm, he has like a a, a skull sleeve, like a spandex sleeve. You know, the the sleeve that you put on. And that you can take off, not a tattoo one, but an actually cloth-like material. But who cares? Because this is how we... Skull! 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 Oh, man. Don't you just love it? So, the reason why I play you that song, everyone is on a time limit. Everyone has a timer when it comes to being a Super Bowl dynasty and being uh, and being a couple of years out from being that Super Bowl dynasty. Everybody, because this this team, Minnesota, this this is this is how we score. We're heading to the bowl. What what was the song? I love I love that. It's a great song. Hold on. Super Bowl. On them Sundays, we raise our hands high and we dream of that one day. Cause this is how we skull. Everyone's wearing those skull leather sleeves. Where the hell do they get those damn sleeves? I gotta get me one, man. I gotta get me one of those skull sleeves and wear it during cowboy games. I, I, why don't the cowboys have one of these sleeves? This is how we skull. We're headed to the. Oh, wait. I'm also, by the way, I'm also watching uh, the, the. What's it called? The Brooklyn Nets versus uh, it's it's the preseason in basketball so it, it was the only thing that was on tonight uh because the the WNBA apparently it's not on Kyrie Irving it's so weird to see him in Brooklyn I'm, I still can't believe Kyrie and KD are there but this is how we score we win in every game headed to the they're winning every game headed to the Super Bowl Skull! 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 Super Bowl! We're purple and we're gold. We say skull and we clap our This is how we skull. We're hit This is how we skull. This is how we skull. Jesus Christ. Intercepted by Harry the Skull! 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 Alright, we get the point. I don't want to be that much of a jackass. The uh, the point that I'm trying to make here... Hopefully you didn't hear the static. I think you did, but hopefully you didn't. The point that I'm trying to make here... Is this. Every team has a specific amount of time... That they have before the dynasty is up. And usually it's a lot shorter than you think it is. Two years ago... They were singing about the skull. They were singing, we got Diggs and Case and Keenum and Adam Thielen, yeah. We got the skull chant in our Viking Stadium, and this is how we skull. I can't sing that well, but it, it's literally the exact same song. Hold on. He's not saying little dicks, by the way. He's saying little digs as in Stefan Diggs. 
sounds very, very weird. He, he's saying Stefan Diggs. And that's the guy that we're talking about. But I, I, I love this song so much that I can't get enough of this song. I love it so much. It's very, very catchy. Our offense got little digs, little case, little Thalen and some Rudy Thong thumping in your face. The defense plays a little stronger than you think. Harrison Smith makes a hit and you don't feel right. Feel right. Get their Griffin. Post. X spot where the roads are closed. This is how we score. Oh, 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 oh. We win every game. Headed to the Super Bowl. Oh, 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 oh. We light it up with our hands up. This is how we score. Came to the bowl. We're headed in Minnesota Super Bowl. Cause this is how we score. I don't want to hear you rap. <laughs> He's like, yeah, baby. As soon as I heard him, I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm done. Ruins the song for like a good minute and a half. But then the, then the this is how we school kicks in. My point being, everybody has, everyone has a time limit when it comes to their dynasty. Everyone's time limit is a lot shorter than you think it is. Minnesota, for example, two years ago, they were singing that this is how they skull. Harrison Smith is taking pictures. Uh, of an interception, and they are in rumors with trading one of their top guys, one of their top wide receivers. Yes, you guessed it, Stefan Diggs, the guy who was one of the first names mentioned in the This Is How We Skull chant, song, whatever it was called. And I was working out today, I was doing hills, and I was listening to yesterday's podcast, the Thursday night one, Jesus Christ, Zion Williamson, absolute freaking beast. My God, he just, I mean, you want to talk about taking some, taking candy from a baby. This 200, 300 pound Shaq-like dude, he's like Shaq, except if Shaq actually worked out. Because you hear all these stories about how Shaq ate McDonald's after every, this dude is like Shaq, except he goes to the gym and he runs uh, suicides. Jesus Christ, man. Holy smokes. I just saw this this freaking mammoth, this elephant of a man, of a dude, just take this freaking basketball away from a dude, from a 76er, man. Oh, my God. If he was coming down the lane, I would be like, I'm, I'm moving the hell out of the way, dude. This guy takes the ball out from the center. He's like, he's like, give me that. Thank you. I'll put you on the grill, son. Make you some barbecue chicken. Dog, on it. Goodness gracious. I mean, oh my God. I mean, th- this is the this is the uh, the summer league, so it's pretty much all of the draft guys and stuff like that. And I mean, he's making them look like freaking freaking children out there. Like, I, I mean, he's like an NBA player, except it's literally as if an NBA player was playing a bunch of high school players. Like, it's just unfair. Going back to this is how we score. You thought I forgot. I did not. When it comes to the Miami, oh my God, when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings, they're trying to move off of Stephon Diggs because Stephon Diggs, he wants out. Adam Thielen, he wants out. Uh, not wants out, but he want, every, everyone is talking about freaking Kirk Cousins. He's ruined it. Absolutely ruined that organization, that franchise. Everybody was like, well, we can probably win if we had a better quarterback. 
we can't win with a backup quarterback. We need a better quarterback. So they're like, okay, the next guy up is, is Kirk Cousins. He's in free agency. If we get him, we win. They did simple math. They did quick math. But as we are finding out very, very soon, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He's the type of guy that has flashes and pans. He's the type of guy that you give him the you give him the world, you give him the planet, you give him whatever he wants, and he doesn't deliver. And listen, I, I mentioned his stats last season. I mentioned his stats last season. I was like, bro, I'm like, I don't I don't get the I don't get why everyone talks about certain quarterbacks in certain ways. And this goes into what I was talking about yesterday with quarterbacks and players that are specifically quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that are talented, but they don't transition well to the NFL. Meaning that, yes, do they put up great numbers and great statistics and all that good stuff? Yes, of course. But can they consistently win you football games? No, they cannot. Want to know what Kirk Cousins' stats are? Let's let's take a gander. Let's take a Kirk Cousins' stats. Want to guess what his what his stats are? Not this season, of course. That that would be way too easy to pick on him. Jesus Christ, his stats are terrible. Holy shit. No, actually, they're not that bad. Check this out. Oh, yeah, you know what? Check this out. Against the Bears, 75% completion percentage. Some That's some great stats. But if you look a little bit deeper, 233 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, 91 passer rating. Very, very interesting, right? You look at, and that's against the Bears, and they lost. They were 6 of 16. They, they, they lost 16 to 6, excuse me. Then he goes up against the Raiders. 71% completion percentage, 174 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, 112 passer rating. Hmm. Very, very good. When it comes to his pass rating, but pretty much everything else is abysmal. Then you go to the Green Bay Packers, where he is now forced to bail his team out of a sticky situation. 43% completion percentage, 230 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, 52.9 passer rating. Then finally, against the Falcons, he has an 80% completion percentage, 98 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. 140.8 passer rating. For the regular season this year, he has 64.6% completion percentage, 735 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 88.6 passer rating. You'd be like, oh, okay, some of those numbers are pretty good. Some of those numbers are really, really bad. But you're happy with them. You're happy with them. But then you look at last season. Check this out. 70% completion percentage, 4,298 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 99.7 passer rating. Hold on. I, I can't whistle. Hold on. I can't whistle. You get the point. I'm whistling at the numbers because they're sexy numbers. They're very, very sexy. I love those numbers. But do you want to guess how his team did last season? Team didn't make it to the playoffs. They were, um, 
who made it to the playoffs? The Bears did. The Bears made it to the playoffs in their division. They were nine and seven. They just didn't. They just didn't go to. They didn't go to the playoffs. With Thielen, with Diggs, with I think um, a running back. I think they had Murray and that defense that played great or good. Everyone was like, "We're going back to the Super Bowl," and now it's like, "Oh wait, this uberly talented quarterback." kind of needs a lot of stuff to win this guy that everybody looks at and is like hold on a minute wait a minute let's look at some of his stats Washington 60 and this is 2017 Washington 64 percent completion percentage 4,000 yards 27 touchdowns 13 interceptions 93 passer rating oh my god you love those stats don't you check this out 2016 67 percent completion percentage 4,900 yards, almost through for 5,000 yards. 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 97.2 passer rating. Then if you look back all the way in 2015, 69% completion percentage, really it's almost 70, it's 69.8. 4,166 yards, 29 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 101.6 passer rating. It's probably going to have somewhere between 90 and 100 passer rating by the time the season is over. But what does all of this stuff tell you about Kirk Cousins? The four, the constant 4,000 yards, the high passer rating, what is it in the high completion percentage especially? What does that tell you about this quarterback? He's not taking risks. The high completion percentage... And the risk that he does take, because he has had almost a 2-to-1 touchdown interception ratio for his entire career, the risk that he does takes, the interceptions, I think they're just bad throws. Right? If you look at some of these completion percentage, if you look at some of the touchdown and interception ratios, if you look at this year, I mean, four games, three touchdowns, two interceptions. They're bad throws. But then you look at his time in Washington, and it's like, oh, he, he's had some pretty good numbers. But Washington is like, he has pretty good numbers, but he can't deliver us from evil. He can't. He just can't. For some weird reason, he cannot deliver us from evil. When we need him to bail us out of a situation, he cannot deliver us from evil. The Vikings are like, we'll take a chance on him. Washington is like, thank you, we get to move off of him. So Washington did. Obviously, they got Alex Smith, who is now hurt. Hopefully, he gets better. And now, Vikings, they have Kirk Cousins. And everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. Because they can't win with Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk Cousins reminds me a lot of Tony Romo. He's a very, very talented guy. (coughs) Excuse me. Very, very talented. But can he consistently win football games? The answer is no. Can he dominate his division? The interesting thing about Kirk Cousins is that if you look at his win percentage against like playoff teams, it's terrible. It's it's like it's like in the 30s. It's god awful. Talking about going back to what uh what I was talking about yesterday or the day before, the whole issue of well, Dak can't win against top-tier talent. It's like this dude can't win against playoff teams. Like at all. He does not win against playoff teams. Ever. Like, Dak struggles with elite defenses that are healthy. 
Kirk Cousins can't beat playoff teams, like, at all. So when Kirk Cousins, I mean, there, there's no excuse. He has the two top, he has the best wide receiving tandem in the entire league. It's And it's not even close. It really isn't. So you look at all of these stats, you look at all of these games. What, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the Vikings schedule this year? <clears throat> they put, oh yeah, I forgot. They play against the Giants. They play against the Giants on Saturday. They play against the Vikings. They play against the Lions. Are those all not losses, maybe besides the Giants? I'm kind of, then they play Washington, then the Chiefs. Aren't all of those games pretty much losses? I mean, I don't really see how they win against some of those teams that I just mentioned. I don't see how they win. Hold on. It's a new monitor. I just bought a fucking new monitor, and I already see some dead cells. Literally, what the fuck just happened? What is going on? Yeah, there's dead cells on my freaking new 30-something inch. I got the warranty. It's refurbished, but Jesus Christ, like, there's dead cells on the fucking monitor. What the fuck? Sorry about that. Anyways, when it comes to to what's his face, uh, what what what's his face, uh, Kirk Cousins? Oh my God, I lost track. I'm like, is that are those dead cells? I'm like, or is that shit on my monitor? What the fuck's going on? Those are dead cells. But there's dead ce- no, there's not. There's just I'm like, there's some stuff on my monitor, but mostly it's dead cells. Holy smokes, man! I gotta get my freaking refurbished monitor. I gotta send it freaking back. Don't want to send it back. I love this damn thing. I want to I don't want a refund. I want a new one. Damn it. But going back to Kirk Cousins, he has to play against the Giants this weekend, the Eagles next weekend. Luckily, he plays them in Minnesota, the Lions, Washington, the Chiefs, Cowboys. In 6 games, he has to pretty much play against some of the some of the top tier teams in their divisions. He has to play against the divisional rival in the Lions. And he has to play against Dallas and uh and the Chiefs. And maybe the Eagles will give him a show. Maybe the Eagle fans, not the Eagle fans, the Minnesota fans will start chanting that skull thing and start pissing off the uh oh, we play them on Sunday night. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun game to watch, isn't it? That is going to be a fun game to watch. But with the whole eagle thing with with um with the Vikings with all that stuff. When it comes to these teams, when it comes to the Vikings, when it comes not to these teams, but when it comes to the Vikings and this quarterback who is making all of his players be like, "Dude, we want to peace out." It kind of shifts the NFL kind of shifts some of the teams, right? Because let's say, let's say you have, and I was thinking about this when I was working out, right? Let's say you have Stefan Diggs going to a team that could, that could use him, you know, a team with a quarterback that can use him. Let's just, I have all 32 teams up. Like, let's kind of just see a team that needs a wide receiver. That's probably one of those fringe teams. Oh, I know one, San Francisco. You get him out of your division, you put him in another one, 
you now have three powerhouses in that division now with uh, with Stefan Diggs. I was actually looking at his contract a couple of weeks ago. His contract isn't that terrible. His contract is not that terrible. What's his contract? What the hell is his contract? How much is he getting annually? Where Where is his contract? $12 million. You know, it's affordable. You can afford it. Depending on who you are, you can 100% afford it. He's, he has about 4% of the team's cap. 4.65% of the team's cap. So you look at some of the teams that could afford him, right? So San Francisco, the Colts, they could definitely use him. Um, the Packers, potentially. We'll see. Maybe the Bills. I don't know anything about the wide receiving core, but anything is better than probably what they have, the Bills. Uh, and these are like fringe teams. These are teams that are are kind of either going to make it to the playoffs, and I think Stefan Diggs would give them a better shot at going deeper in the playoffs, or these are teams that may make it to the playoffs, maybe or maybe not. We'll see. Like, I don't, I don't know if the Bills are making it to the playoffs, to be honest with you, but we'll see. But I think Stefan Diggs can help them get to the playoffs 100%. Detroit? Yeah, he could definitely help out Detroit. Who are the Detroit wide receivers? Exactly. Put Stefan Diggs there, but he's a divisional rival. He ain't going to Detroit. Carolina, I think, could use him. I think Baltimore, maybe. We'll see. Uh, the Houston Texans. Oh, Jesus. He may have to take a pay cut, but you want to talk about a team that could actually use Stefan Diggs out of the conference? Texans are a pretty good team. Or you could renegade him, relegate him to like Jacksonville or. What is a team? The Bengals. I'm like, what's a team? Or Miami. Or I'm like, what's a team that's going nowhere fast that actually wants to trade for this dude? Maybe the Raiders? Right? Right? You see where I'm coming? You see where I'm coming from, right? There's a lot of teams that could really use Stefan Diggs when it comes to uh, when it comes to their teams and to their conferences. And now it's like, oh my God, like I can like we can now get some of these I'm looking at this cushion thing this perfect cushion cuz I have to sit on a freaking pillow right now and it hurts my butt most com- it's it's apparently the world's most comfortable cushion the perfect cushion it has an orthopedic design everyone looks comfortable sitting in it I will say this I love the chair that I'm sitting in, but Jesus Christ, does this thing suck. All of the padding has been squished down into absolute nothingness, and I have to sit on a damn pillow, which is not good at all for, at, at, at all, just period. It's not just for my back, it's just like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. But, going back to the Minnesota Vikings and whatever his face is, uh, Stefan Diggs. When it comes to this team and this group of guys, Kirk Cousins is forcing guys out of that of that team because they want to win football games. And they're like, bro, we want to leave right now because you suck. And Seth Allen Diggs is one of those players. And also, speaking of wide receivers that could change the name of the league, 
Yes, I will mention him yet again, Antonio Brown. Doesn't he have yet another sexual assault allegation against him? I don't know. I heard it. Again, I, I said I wasn't going to cover him, but now I kind of have to cover him because I, I think if if he clears this, if he clears this, then he... um then he will be able to be reinstated and he will have, like, he'll have a chance. He'll have a chance, man. Apparently a lawyer accuses Antonio Brown of reprehensible behavior during des- during de- deposition in luxury condo legal dispute. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Do I seriously want to travel down this rabbit hole again? I don't know. What the What the fuck is this? Let me let me let me read. Let me kind of skim some of this really really quickly. What? So apparently a lawyer is blaming Antonio Brown for defiant rants, tumultuous highways, and profane language that derailed talk the, the taking of a despo, of a deposition in the case in late September. Apparently he did a hundred thousand okay, so this Okay, so this isn't about the sexual assault. I don't care about this. This is about hotel damage. I don't care. I don't care about any of this. Like, can can I see the sexual... Hold on. Let me, let me go to the uh, allegations. Because I don't care about freaking a luxury condo. Antonio Brown has yet to meet with NFL investigators about sexual assault rape allegations report. Yeah, because didn't he say he's retired? Then he said that he's not retired. I, I think either way he's done. I mean, it, it doesn't even matter that he hasn't met with the NFL unless he's not playing. Like, unless he wants to play, then yeah, sure. What? Yeah, I mean, you could really... Now I'm kind of, like, looking at some of the, uh... At some of this crap now. By the way, I should mention this. There hasn't been anything that I have heard of when it comes to... Let me let me go to Undisputed, because Undisputed was... was talking about this earlier today with, like, Skip and Shannon. <clears throat> Hold on. Uh, they're talking about this. Hold on. Let me find it. It was like yesterday or the day before. Here it is. Currently ongoing. According to reports, the league has not been able to meet with...
Okay, so it's it's literally what I just said. It's he hasn't talked to the NFL, so it's it's irrelevant. Like who who cares if he hasn't met with the NFL? He doesn't like he doesn't owe the NFL anything if he's not actually going to play for the NFL anymore. You know, like if he was going to play for the NFL, that's completely different. He has to meet with the NFL, but it's like if he's not meeting with the NFL, it's like who cares? That's kind of like. When he wasn't me, when he was done with the NFL, I was done with him. I'm like, okay, deuces. I'll see you later. You know, unless he's gonna, unless he's gonna try and reinstate himself, I don't really. I'm not that interested in. Oh my god, he's not meeting with the NFL over the sexual assault allegations. It's like the NFL isn't the police. They're not the police. Like he doesn't have to meet with them. That doesn't mean that he's guilty. It doesn't mean that he's innocent. He doesn't have to do anything with the NFL. He's not a part. <clears throat> he's not a part of the NFL anymore, so he doesn't have to do anything for the NFL at all. Antonio Brown, artist accuser, claims AB had sex while she painted in the same room. What? Allegedly sent her. In fact, in the letter, Banks rehashes. I'm guessing this is the NFL. The artist, no, this is uh, not the NFL. This is the attorney of the artist sent a letter to the NFL saying her client is frightened. What is not detailed in the story is that Mr. Brown engaged in other forms of sexual misconduct during the two days that she worked in his home, which included Mr. Brown having sex with another woman while the artist was working in the same room. What? The NFL immediately launched an investigation into Brown, who was cut for his part. But, like, who cares if they have sex in the same room, right? Like, isn't it, like, he, like, for starters, Antonio Brown is known for having, like, a bunch of women, right? Like, he's, he's known for essentially being, like, a guy who sleeps with a lot of chicks. Like, and you're surprised, you're, you're surprised by that? Like, I, I, I mean, I get it, I get it if that's, like, a normal situation, but, I mean, that's just... That's just so weird to me that you're like, oh, okay, I'm like, like that. This is even like something that we're talking about right now. Is there anything else besides that? Because that's not like that's not a big deal to me. Oh my god, he had sex in the same room with the artist painting. It's weird, which is what I've always said. It's all weird, but it's like, that's it. That's it. And and check this out from the New York Post. This is a headline from the New York Post. Antonio Brown slowing an NFL's rape probe with a lack of cooperation. He doesn't have... For starters, it's not a rape fucking probe. You people... Like, the NFL does not freaking do law. They do not do... They have no... There is no judicial consequence for Antonio Brown not meeting with the NFL. Like, at all. And on top of that, I don't think there's any judicial... Uh, consequences of him not like not addressing the lawsuit it's a lawsuit it's civil not criminal like i i don't i don't get this you know i don't get this whole notion of like there, for starters there's nothing going on with him and for second it's just like i mean listen if he gets reinstated if the nfl doesn't find these for starters the nfl is taking a long ass time to figure this shit out 
Like, ser- seriously, they are taking forever to find this shit out. And you know why they're taking forever to find this shit out? Probably because it either A, is really, really muddled, the story, or B, they pretty much don't really have a lot to convict him of, if I'm honest with you. Because what, what did she tell the NFL? It, that hasn't been released at all. Like, it's different from... It's different from the Ezekiel Elliott allegation because the Ezekiel Elliott, oops, sorry about that. The Ezekiel Elliott allegation, it had one woman coming in and talking with the NFL, right? And masking her name to protect her identity, whatever. But with this lady, she's filing a civil court, uh, a civil a civil case in like civil court. She's suing him for rape. And on top of that, she goes in and she interviews with the NFL. And I'm like, why isn't there any information about any of this information being released, you know, why isn't the interview being released, why isn't any of the documents being released, like, what did she say during the interview, I haven't heard anything, let me, let me try and find this, let me try and find out if she said anything, did she say anything else besides what she essentially said during that, no, she did not, or at least it hasn't been reported on at all, so you have all of this information, all of this lack of information, in my opinion, that's just gone. Like, no, nobody's reporting on it. Nobody has it. Nobody is willing to come forward and say it. And, you know, I, I, I just, I'm not ready to convict or exonerate him because I don't have any of this fucking information. It's like, listen, if you're going, if you're going to tell me like, hey, this guy or this dude did this, it's like, okay, present the information. That's what I'm missing, and I don't have the information at all. So, that's kind of just my perspective on the matter with Antonio Brown. But let's say he does get cleared. He is still one of the top. Listen, if I was a desperate team, because I think it's a lock right now. I think there are five teams that are going to make it to the Super Bowl, that that are going to make it to the Super Bowl. So, out of these five teams, a combination of two of them are going to make it to the Super Bowl. It's a lock in the AFC. Kansas City and the Patriots. Those are the two. They're going to the Super Bowl. One of the two of them are going. They're playing in the AFC Championship, obviously. Uh, and, and at least I think so. But one of those two teams you'll see representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Then you get to the NFC. The Saints, the Rams, the Cowboys. I think those are the other three teams that are going to, um, that are going to represent. One of the three are going to represent the NFC. No, I don't think it's going to be the Eagles. No, I don't think it's going to be the Seahawks. It's going to be the Saints, the Rams, the Cowboys. Any of those teams, to get that edge, to gain some ground, it's like, it's AB. And listen, you don't have to pay him much. You really, really don't. You check out what he, excuse me, you check out his contract. You you say to yourself, hey, you got to, we got to get you on a one-year prove-it deal. Any one of those teams that I just mentioned, obviously besides the um, the Patriots, but it's like literally any one of those teams, it's like they could use him to get that leg up. And some people are like, nah, I'm fine with him. I don't I don't need the leg up. And it's like, listen, if I felt that he had that he would give me the an advantage, I would 100% keep him. Tom Brady didn't want to cut him. Actually, that's the weird thing. He didn't want to cut him. He didn't want him to go. 
And when it came to him being released, it wasn't it wasn't Tom Brady's decision. It was an executive decision. Robert Kraft was like, get him out of here. We can't have all this distractions being levied against us as the Patriots. We got to get him out. So I I don't think I don't like I don't think that he is unusable. I think if he can elevate the team that he is on to a whole new level, if he can do things for that team, I I, I would take a risk on him. I would take a risk. Because that risk that you could be taking on Antonio Brown, it could be the difference between getting and going and winning to the Super Bowl or getting booted out in the wild card, the divisional round. Completely different perspective now, isn't that? The same thing goes with Stefan Diggs. If you acquire Stefan Diggs, maybe maybe you say, you know what, maybe he's too hot. Antonio Brown, he's too hot to touch. All right, sure. What about Stefan Diggs? Now you look at him. What's what's Stefan Diggs' stats? Let me look up his stats. Sorry that I didn't have this pulled up before. I, I'm like, I'm ta- I'm, I've been talking about this is how we score for freaking almost an hour, and I don't even have Stefan Diggs' stats pulled up. Let me look up Stefan Diggs' stats here. So he has seven receptions for uh, for for 108 yards against the Bears. He has three, and let me also pull up Thielen's Thielen's stats as well. So, okay, I thought Adam Adam Thielen had way more uh, had way more yards than he does. But you know, we'll, we'll go. We'll focus on. On uh, on Diggs because Adam Thielen, Jesus Christ, he only has a 179 yards, which is still a lot of yards. But you look at Stefan Diggs, and he's if you ask me the question, and he's fumbled twice. If you ask me, would you want more yards and two fumbles, or would you want two touchdowns and less yards, like 20? Like eh, Thielen may be the guy that I go with. I don't know. I don't know. He he. But he doesn't have the yards, though. He doesn't have the yards, and I think you have the playmaking. You have more playmaking capabilities with Stephon Diggs. I I don't know. I don't know. But with Diggs, he is he in in the Bears game. He was seven for one hundred and eight yards. In the Raiders, three for fifteen. Packers one for forty nine. Falcons two for thirty seven. But then you look at all of these other stats, and he's pretty much a thousand yard receiver almost every single doggone season. Last season, 1,000, 2017, 849, 2016, 903, 2015, 720. He has 3,700 yards in his career, Adam Thielen. Yeah, you know what? I may take Adam Thielen, but I would take either one, to be honest with you. I think I may have Adam Thielen over Stefan Diggs, but right now, I would take both. I would take... It's like if I could have, it doesn't matter who I could have. It's like I, if one is available, I would take one. If both are available, I would take two. But Adam Thielen, he has, he's definitely played longer. But how how longer has, how much longer has he actually played? He's way older though. Like Adam Thielen is four years older than Stefan Diggs. But with Adam Thielen. He has, uh, in his first two seasons, less than 200 yards. Then in his third season, in 2016, 967 yards. 
1,200, 1,300, and then this season, 179. Obviously, it hasn't, like, the season isn't over. But he's off to a good start with 179 yards in four weeks, which uh, it's not not that good of a start, actually. But he's getting there. He has two touchdowns on the season. I mean... This, this one of these guys can set you up for success, man. One of these guys can set you up. If you're Pittsburgh, if you're Pittsburgh, I don't know. Do you want to take a shot? Do you want to help out Juju? Do you want to have because I think Juju and Diggs, best wide receiving tandem in the league. Do you want to have them both? Set yourself up for next season. I think he's signed until like 2021, 2022. Do you want to set yourself up or do you want to do you want to kind of lackadaisical be lackadaisical? I mean if you want if you want to continue the pathway that you're going to continue, like you may as well if you're going to try and get some of these players not signed. If you're going to continuously be like, you know what? What the frick? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No way. All right. Sorry about that. But it's like, if you're going to essentially... Wow, that got me really, really distracted. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. But essentially, if you're going to trade for one of these two guys, and if you're Pittsburgh, and if you could get Stephon Diggs... You could set up Mason Rudolph or whoever is going to be your new quarterback. You could set up uh, Ben Roethlisberger next season. You could essentially set yourself up for next season while also having guys prepared this season as well. Maybe you make a playoff push. Maybe you do something. But it's like if you if you ignore this opportunity, if Stefan Diggs is really available and there have been trade rumors and he has, he has Stefan Diggs has kind of been playing into that trade rumor-esque whatever it's called, playing into the rumors. And if he's really out there as Pittsburgh, maybe you give him a shot. Maybe you you call up Minnesota and say, what do you want for him? They say two first rounds. You say, hell no. They say two, they say one first rounder. You got to think about it. You got to think about it. Oof, boy. As I sit here, I have the uh, the list of NFL games just ready, ready and waiting for me to look up, look out, just waiting. I'll make my NFL predictions here when it comes to the next couple of weeks. Not even the next couple of weeks. For uh, I'm I'm looking at something on my computer. It, I'm I'm like going back and forth. I'm pretty much doing a whole bunch of like work right now. I let me let me uh freaking press off this. Jesus Christ! No way! What? No freaking way! Talk about living my best life, dude. Dude, you know what? I love that saying. I'm living my best life. I I I seriously gotta, I gotta step my game up, bro. 
Wow. I seriously got to step up my game. I got to step up my game. I got to start living my damn best life. I got to live my damn best life. Sorry about that. But I, I was looking at something. I'm not going to tell you what it was. But when it comes to, and, and before I get to the NFL, I'm not casting the Spurs because the Spurs are not playing tonight. They, um, I was recording a podcast early yesterday. Uh, technically, it was early this morning. It was like at 1 o'clock when I stopped podcasting. And I was looking at the time. I was looking at like the uh, the NBA schedule, and it said that oh, okay, the Spurs are playing uh, at at like seven o'clock today, or at seven o'clock, but or, or tomorrow. And I thought that tomorrow was today because uh, it was late, like it was late in the morning. And I was like, cool, all right, I get to watch the Spurs. But really, it meant tomorrow, as in Saturday, not Friday, because I was recording it at at one o'clock. It went from like ten to one. It was like a three hour podcast. It was. Yeesh, man. It was a long one. But I got the NFL schedule up here. Got it up here. Week five. I'll give you my predictions for week five, which I'll start. I should have done it at the beginning of the season, but I was not at the beginning. Yeah, I should have started this at the beginning of the season, but I was kind of preoccupied with really what I wanted to do when it come to when it comes to just focusing on the Cowboys, kind of focusing on video games, which... I really haven't even talked about whatsoever in the past couple of weeks because there's been so much football stuff going on. But I do have the schedule. Week 5, Jets at Eagles. Don't sleep on the Jets. Do not sleep on the Jets. I think Philadelphia is one of those teams that underestimates bad opponents. And what happens is that they get backhanded by those same bad opponents that they expected to beat. So when I think of Philadelphia, I'm like, oh my God, like, and the in the Jets, and everybody keeps on telling me how great of a team the Jets are, I'm like, the Eagles, watch out for the Eagles, because I feel like they could lose this game against the Jets. They could, yes, they could blow it, they could have an upset. Is there going to be an upset? I don't really know. I know I'm not necessarily, I, I know that I'm not, like, picking sides and picking teams, it's just... I don't trust Wentz, and I don't trust the Eagles, and I don't trust the Jets, and it's it's going to be an interesting game, and I think whoever is going to be the winner is going to come out really, really quickly, by the way. So, Jets and the Eagles, both teams can win, both teams can screw it up. Jaguars at Panthers. I don't care. <laughs> um... Uh, Genshu, I guess. I, I, I don't care. I mean, uh, it's one of those games that it's like, if this was a primetime game, would you watch it? Exactly. I don't care. You don't either. Unless you're a fan of either team, you don't care. I get it. The Genshu guy is cool. He's great. Jaguars have one of the lowest attendance as a, um, as a team. Nobody watches the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I don't watch the Jaguars at all. I can't. What, what's? I can't even name you a wide receiver, man. I can. I can name you Fournette, but he's a running back. But I can't name you a doggone wide receiver. Tight end Jeff Swain, former Cowboy. That's how I know him. Can't name you a doggone wide receiver. You know, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be prefacing that with I can't name you a wide receiver when I can name the quarterback 
the uh, the running back and the tight end. I, I shouldn't. I know some of the players: Calais Campbell, Jalen Smith. I think AJ Boye. They got some pretty good players. Vikings at Giants. Look for Kirk Cousin to screw it up for the Cowboys yet again. Uh, I'm looking for freaking Daniel Jones to step up and beat the stuffing out of the Vikings. But then again, I'm also looking for Kirk Cousins to beat up on a non-playoff team. Remember what I was talking about earlier on with how Kirk Cousins, he fails to beat up on playoff caliber teams. I don't think the, Gi- the Giants are playoff caliber team. So he has a really, really good shot at beating uh, the New York Giants. But also the Vikings have been so freaking terrible when it comes to offensively, when it comes to the offense, that it's like, yeah, the Giants could actually beat the Vikings in New York. Wouldn't surprise me. They're not playing in Minnesota. When did the what? What do the Vikings do? What do the Vikings play exactly at home again? Oh, okay. So they play against the Eagles. Sorry if you can hear my water bottle. I'm really, really thirsty right now. By the way, uh, I'm drinking Kroger. Natural spring water, don't buy it. It is. It literally tastes like I'm drinking water fountain water straight out of like a middle school or a public high school. It it it, it tastes creamy. It tastes it tastes like it's from a fountain, and it's supposed to be the natural spring water. And I'm like, that's bullshit. But it, Vikings versus Giants. It's it's going to be how many? Noon games, there's there's a lot of noon games, but it's going to be one of those noon games that you look at and it's like, oh, that's an interesting noon game. Maybe not, is it maybe not good, but it's going to be interesting. Falcons at Texans, Texans, love me some D Watson. Some is that's I mean, that's a terrible nickname for Deshaun. Uh, some Houdini magic, Deshaun versus the Falcons. Falcons are going to roll over and die in Houston. I don't know of a lot of Falcons in Texas. I've seen some Falcons in Texas. Uh, they don't do well in Texas at all. So I think the Texans are going to come in. They're going to beat the stuffing out of the uh, the, the Falcons, and they're you know they're going to move on to whoever is next week. Saints versus Buccaneers in New Orleans. Saints, Saints. Uh, you know what? I think the, the Saints are going to be riding high. Look for an upset against the Bucks. Bills versus Titans. Ah, uh, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. They're so boring. Those two teams are so freaking boring. They're so... The two the two games, the Bills versus the Titans, the Cardinals versus the Bengals, unless you like Kyler Murray, sure. But the Bills versus the Titans, it's like a snooze fest, man. They're so boring. The two teams, Josh Allen... Josh Allen even, isn't even playing because of the he's in concussion protocol right now. That game is so freaking boring. I cannot believe the NFL... Ah... It's so boring. I hate that game. Patriots at Washington. By the way, all of these cool noon games, I don't get any of these cool. What's the noon game? I think I get the Bills versus the Titans. NFL football. I think I get the Bills versus the Titans. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, and by the way, they have uh, the NFL has yet to release the top 100 list. And they're doing the NFL roundtables. And I'm like, bro, I don't care about the roundtables. I want to see the freaking top tier 100 list with Bill Belichick. When are you going to release that shit? You promote it during the offseason and now I don't get any of it. What the heck, NFL? Do I seriously have to wait until November to see this? 
and and they have the NFL round tables. They have the they have the tight ends. That's actually a pretty good one. Shannon Sharp and Tony Antonio Tony Gonzalez. Kansas State. This freaking metal can is is reverberating. Antonio Gonzalez, Kansas State, or something like that in in a Hispanic accent. But yeah, I got the Bills and the Titans and the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Literally the two most obnoxious and boring games in the entirety of Sunday football. Like, ah, ah, Jesus Christ. The noon games. Meanwhile, Ravens at Steelers, Bears at Raiders, Patriots at Washington, Falcons at Texans. Jesus Christ, like... Bills at Titans? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Who decides which region which gets which game? Because that's a... T- I mean, what? Oh, actually, that kind of makes sense. Never mind. Never mind. I st- this, that, that game still sucks. Ravens at Steelers. Ravens. Uh, I don't care how, how much they beat the Bengals. And Cardinals versus Bengals, by the way, I don't care. I don't even care enough to give an accurate, an, an accurate uh, like prediction. Ravens versus Steelers. Um, Ravens, 100%. I love the Ravens. I think, uh, the Steelers' time is up. I think the Steelers are going to get absolutely decimated, destroyed by one Lamar Jackson. Uh, excuse me, I like to call him Sweet Feet. Sweet Feet's gonna come in there and show him why he's called Sweet Feet. He's gonna run, he's gonna dance, he's gonna do the Muhammad Ali, uh, the Ali shuffle. He's gonna be shuffling, he's gonna be dancing on everybody. Patriots at Washington. Uh, do I even need to give an actual prediction? No, I don't think so. Bears at Raiders in London. Don't make me pick. Daniel or Carr. I think that's really the, uh, I think that's the matchup that you gotta, that you gotta consider, you know. Daniel at Carr. Daniel versus Carr. Because Trubisky, he's not playing, I don't think. I'm going to take the Bears. I'm not happy at all with either pick, man. Either pick is just, it's like, I don't like either quarterback. You know, I don't like I, I don't like Trubisky. I don't like the backup. I don't like Carr. I know that the Raiders, are they 2-2 two and, two and two or 3-0? and oh? I know they have a pretty good record. Let me see their record here. Let me see their record. What's their record? They lose to the Chiefs. They beat the Broncos. They lose to the Vikings. They So, yeah, it is 2-2. Two and two. So, that's a pretty decent record. Especially considering that they beat the Colts. But, uh, I don't I don't trust, man, either one of these teams. It, it's kind of like teams that I think that aren't going to make the playoffs are playing against each other. It's kind of like... Uh, Carolina versus the Jaguars. It's like, I don't care what happens. It, it has no relevance, you know? It's just like, on to next week. Broncos versus Chargers. Chargers. Actually. No. Look for an upset. Packers versus Cowboys. You know where I'm going. Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. I don't really have, like, last week... I'll check back with you on Sunday, but last week I had a really, really bad feeling in my gut. I don't have that same feeling anymore. I don't feel like it's going to be a close. I feel like the Cowboys are going to win. I feel like they're going to win. I feel like they're going to win. I think they're going to get 4-1, uh, and one, 
And um, they're going to enter week five really, really strong. They're going to be, what, one game ahead of the Eagles? And the Eagles, they then have to play against, I think, the Vikings. Who do the Eagles have to play next week? Yeah, they have to play against the Vikings next week. Look for an upset in that game, by the way, for the Vikings. Because they're playing at home. I think it's Sunday night. No, it's it's 12 o'clock, right? It's 12 o'clock. It's 12 o'clock. Yeah, it's a 12 o'clock game. Uh, a lot of Minnesota fans are pissed off, by the way, because of the uh, of how the Eagle fans chanted "Skull" in the Eagle Stadium, pretty much mocking the uh, the this the this is how we Skull chant. Love how that t- perfectly tied into what I was talking about earlier on with the "This is how we Skull." We're headed to the bowl. I mean, I guess I'm kind of like an Eagle fan because I was mocking the damn Skull chant as well. But it's like, listen, the reason why I mocked the Skull chant. The Eagles fans had no right to mock the Skull chant, right? Because they they're in the, they were in the same boat as Minnesota. They never went to a Super Bowl, or not went, but won a Super Bowl. They had no right to mock the Minnesota Vikings. I get to mock them because I'm a Cowboy fan, and my team has won mul- my team has won five, five Super Bowls. I get to mock you because yes, I've I've won more Super Bowls. Then Sunday night, Kansas City at Colts or Colts at Kansas City. That's an interesting primetime game. Is anyone gonna watch that game? Interesting primetime game. Um I don't know if I'm gonna cast it though. I will. I will. I'll kind of do a, a recap. But that's an interesting game that that's a primetime game where I'm like, oh, Kansas City versus Colts. But we'll see. We'll see about how interesting of a football game that game is. Kansas City at Colts. Or Colts at Kansas City. Jesus Christ. Browns versus 49ers. Interesting Monday night football game. Baker versus the undefeated Browns. The 49ers. Excuse me, not the undefeated Browns. The undefeated 49ers. That's going to be an interesting game. Because that's going to be a really, really great challenge for Baker. He's going to have to go up against one of the best front fours in the entire league. Yes, I'm not even joking about that. They have a guy, the uh, the 49ers have a guy, I don't know what the hell his name is, it's not Nick Bosa, but it's another defensive lineman who is a pretty, who, who a lot of people think is like, when it comes to interior defensive linemen, he's like second to Aaron Donald, so he is, he's a great player. So Baker, and we all know how bad that Browns offensive line is, so the Browns are in for an ass whooping of epic proportions. But... Who knows? Maybe they can muster out a win. Check out time, baby. This has been 24's Podcast. You can find 24's Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find 24's podcast. One thing before I exit. Don't be like me and don't be like a Vikings fan front running. Because apparently uh, the Cowboy fans, apparently 30% of all Cowboy fans have now left the, uh, the Cowboys. To those fans, I say, thank you for jumping off of the bandwagon. Thank you for leaving after one freaking football game. You are not real Cowboy fans. Thank you for leaving. Uh, what's that What's that thing? If you're not on the train, get off the tracks or get out the way or whatever the hell it is. You know what I'm saying. 
Colby Covington says it a lot. It, what's let me let me look up the Colby Covington tracks, the the, the train track, the choo choo train track, uh, uh, whatever it's called. Oh wait! By the way, let me um, let me get you. Let me let me play you this song as I'm looking for the the train track thing. Pace Keenum takes the offline snap, blitzes on Keenum, fade for Diggs, touchdown! Diggs! Our offense got little Diggs, little Case, little Thielen, and some Rudy Thong thumping in your face. The defense plays a little stronger than you think. Harrison Smith makes a hit and you don't feel right. Hunter Parr and Griffin always get their will imposed. X marks the spot where the roads are closed. This is how we score. Oh, oh, oh. We win in every game headed to the Super Bowl. I think I found it. I think I found it. Hold on. Hold on. I think I found it. The, the Colby Covington, the train track, the get off the tracks. After if you're not, get on the tracks if you're not on the train. Hold on. Five rounds. We go to the judges' scorecards for decision. We're not going to a decision. Chaos Covington, one of the best pound for pound Say it, Colby. Say it. You just turned in was one of the most impressive, inspiring offensive efforts we have ever seen. Volume with your wrestling, with your striking. I'd imagine you got to feel pretty good about your effort tonight. Congratulations on a monumental. Say the train track. Yeah, track, we're truly train when thing. The first family came to the building and came to see me backstage. Let's give it up to the Trumps. They're in the building tonight. They're keeping America great. Everyone's booing them. <laughs> I also want to thank the troops. Without the troops, you know, in our service, men and women, none of this would be possible. They sacrificed our lives for our freedoms, and I wouldn't be able to do this today without them. You threw nearly six tonight. You attempted 18 takedowns, took him down 10 times. How did this fight play out relative to your expectations coming in here tonight? Hey, let's talk about the lesson we learned tonight. It's a strong lesson that Robbie should have learned from his good buddy, Matt get off, get off the tracks if you're not on the train tracks. Get off the train. Get off, if you're not on the train, get off the tracks or else you'll get trucked. That should be the phrase. If you're not on the train, get off the tracks because you're about to get trucked. Get off the tracks when the train's coming through, Junior. Don't matter if it's a Trump train or the Kobe train. Get out the way. Say it, say it again, Colby, because I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I interrupted him. Get off the train tracks or else you'll get, if you're not on the train, get off the tracks or else you'll get drugged. Good buddy, Matt Hughes. You stay off the tracks when the train's coming through, Junior. Don't matter if it's a Trump train or the Colby train. Get out the way. All right. If you're not on the train tracks, if you're not on the train, get off the tracks or else you're about to get trucked. But I mean, listen. This is why you don't front one. This is why you don't fan bandwagon. You dog on cowboy fans that were bandwagoning. Jesus Christ. I'm glad you're gone. Sayonara. You're not on the train tracks anymore. You're about to get trucked. Get off the train. Get off.
you were probably like the this Minnesota fan base that was like, we got a little Diggs, little Case, little Thalen, little Rudolph, Kyle, Martin, Thalen, no, this is how we score. We're going up to, headed to the Super Bowl. We're headed to the sky. We're silver, purple, blue, and we don't get rid Oh my god. I'm having way too much fun with this song. Feel right. This is how we score. Headed to the Super Bowl. We light it up. Scapping, this is how we school. We clap into the sky. We don't care. Kings of the North, really? Kings of the North, really? Come on, guys. Come on, come on. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm fucking with people right now. Headed to the sky. We're headed to the sky. We're kings of the north like Jon Snow, but we don't die because this is how we school. Whoa, 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 whoa. We light it up because we're. I, I don't know why they light it up. The purple and gold, everything rhymes with the O, right? Or the O, right? Like, we got the blue and gold. We got the purple and gold. Pearl and gold. We got Case Keenum carrying the American flag. Because this is how... You don't even have to rhyme anymore. How we school. Kings of the North. Super Bowl. This is how we school. No, this is not how we skull. I don't want to hear your white rapping. No. No. Proud of our team that's never made it to the Super Bowl. We thought we had a chance, but we had gotten blown out by the Philadelphia Eagles because that's how we roll. <laughs> We're clapping our hands. Over our heads. What are we <laughs> Oh my god. We're clapping our hands over our heads like Vikings did in the 1966. Because that's how we stole. We're bad at math. I don't know. I'm sounding really, really retarded now. Jesus Christ. I shouldn't say the R word, but that uh, what I just said was so fucking stupid. But it's like, it, it's, it, it's got me in the Skull Chan mood. Oh, man. We're chasing the dream. We're chasing the dream. So we were Helga Horns and we stand up and scream. Yeah, we're happy on Mondays. We win on them Sundays. This is actually a really good song. Why doesn't Dallas do any of this? We have like so many celebrities that that are celebrate that are celebrates that are celebrity fans. Jesus, like LeBron James is a is a Dallas Cowboy fan. Why doesn't anyone create a song for us? You would think that Jerry Jones with all of the celebrities. Imagine if the if the Dallas Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. Imagine how many celebrities are going to be there. Let me let me look up the Dallas Cowboys celebrity fans as I listen to this absolute masterpiece. This is how we score. Got a 
This is how we school. Yeah, baby. This is how we school. White Eminem who can't rock. <laughs> ah, Jesus. By Harry the Hitman. Hit, and he's sat by Everson Griffin. Keenum back to pass, looking out to the left, throwing caught. This is how we school. We're proud of our team. Drace in the dream. We won't hail the haunts. This is how we school. Several Sundays. Because huh? this is how we school. Clap. Skull. Skull. Headed to the Super Bowl. No. With our hands up, this is how we stole. We're hands high. in the sky, cause this is how we score. Oh, oh, oh. God, I need this. I, we got, how, how did they have a cool song? I really like the song as much as I'm making fun of it. I really like the song. Check this out. I, I got the list. Check this out. So, Famous Cowboys, Denzel, obviously. Uh, Andy Roddick. LaMarcus Aldridge, okay. Uh, Chris Paul. Jesus Christ, I didn't even know Chris Paul. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, obviously LeBron. LeBron James. Russell Westbrook. Who is that guy? Kendrick Perkins? Is he Chris Rock? He Oh, thank God. Got Chris Rock. Jesus Christ. Imagine if Chris Rock shows up in his freaking, just in, in the stands, just with LeBron and everybody else. Chris Rock, man. John Rich. Goodness gracious. Who else? Who else? Who is this guy? Cowboy Troy. Jesus Christ. Elvis Andros. Who else? The guy, Chris Harrison. He's the guy from The Bachelor. He's the show host. Jamie Foxx. Didn't even, uh, PK Subbin, he's a black hockey player, never seen one of those guys. Montel Jordan, uh, Jordan, Demi Lovato, I guess. Yep, because she's from Dallas, by the way. Who is that? <gasps> oh my god! Pam from The Office, she's, from, she's a cowboy fan! You got Pam, you got Demi, you got Jamie, I mean, Pam! I don't, what's her name? Jenna Fisher! She loves the Cowboys. She's a she's a is she, what isn't she from Arizona? She's from Arizona. She's wearing a who whose jersey she's wearing the twenty four. I have no idea who no idea who uh, what jersey she's wearing. She's wearing a Cowboy jersey. Pam's wearing a Cowboy jersey. That's Kerry, That's Kelly Clarkson. They all look the same. Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. They all look and sound the same to me. Oh my God! Check this out. Clayton Kershaw. Hey. Guess who else is a Cowboy fan? AI. 
AI. Kate Bosworth, no idea who that is. Grant Hill, he's a Cowboy fan, apparently. Chris Christie, ah, ah. George W. Bush, he's a real Texan. Emin. goodness check this out apparently Eminem is also a cowboy fan the boys from Detroit the boys from Detroit the rapper Emin the rapper admits his Detroit lines will always come first but growing up he had to choose a second favorite because he was tired of the lines constantly losing and he chose right he chose right he chose the cowboys oh sweet Jesus oh 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 I love me some Eminem. You know what? I'm such a huge Eminem fan. I'm such a huge Eminem fan. What, what can I? Hi, my name is what? My name is who? My name? Chicka Chicka Slim Shady. That's literally everybody knows that song. Everybody knows that song. <clears throat> but oh man, Eminem being a cowboy fan, he chose he chose right. He chose right. Oh my god. Uh, Leanne Rhymes Serbrin. Who is this? Oh, she's a country singer. Shawn Michaels. A Supreme Court justice is a cowboy fan. Clarence Thompson, he's a cowboy fan. What? Apparently, hold on, hold on, check this out. Melissa Strickland, the former... The Bachelor star and Dancing with the Stars winner won a spot on the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders after competing on the reality show Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders. No idea who that is. But she's a Cowboy fan as well. Who else is a Cowboy fan? Terry Fator. Smiling with the greats. Troy Aikman. Jimmy Johnson. Great guys. Mickey James. Eva Longor... Eva... Longoria? Is it? Oh, Desperate Housewives. I'm like, where have I heard that name? Where have I looked at that face? Desperate Housewives. Used to watch that show a ton. Who, what's, who, what's, Chase Crawford? Oh, Jesus Christ. They got Jay-Z! They got Jay-Z! Jay-Z! Oh my goodness, James Can, George Eads, John Daly, LL Cool J, Bryce Harper. Oh my goodness, we got all the MLB stars. We got Bryce Harper. What? What's the other guy's name? Bryce Harper. What's the other dude? What? What's his face? What's it? Clayton Kershaw, Bryce Bryce Harper, Clayton Kershaw. We got both. I remember both of them. They were talking about Dak. One of them in the uh, in the NBA in the ML, let me let me find it. Let me find it. They were talking about Dak in the uh, in the MLB All Star game. Let me try and find it here. Should I play the This Is How We Score? I feel like... I feel like... I think it was Clayton Kershaw where he's like, what do you think about Dak Prescott? What do you think about Dak Prescott? 
or something like that. It was either Clayton Kershaw. I think it was Clayton Kershaw. Let me try and find him. I saw that clip and I was like, oh my god, that's cool. That 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 uh, I knew who he was, but I just I'm not a I'm not an MLB fan, so I I didn't really I didn't really pay that much attention to it. I can't find it. Yeah, I ah man, I can't find it. I'm not going to um to try and find it, but there's this clip of Clayton Kershaw talking about Dak Prescott and how he thought that Dak Prescott was good and it was at like a uh, an MLB All-Star game where he was talking about Dak Prescott. Let me try and just do this. Let me try and Oh, I spelled his name wrong. I spelled it with a clay instead of a K. See, that's how little I know about MLB. Clayton Kershaw, Dak Prescott, where he talks to Dak or talks about Dak Prescott. Was it Clayton or was it the other guy? Look, I feel like I would be right if you Am I tripping? The state of Texas. Was it, it Bryce Harper or was it Clayton Kershaw? That is as it was one of the two. As C.H. Collins Athletic Complex here is in Denton, Texas right now. And I'm getting like nothing for Clayton. Both fan bases would be so excited for this game. You this isn't the, this the isn't, this, in, this may be it. And then you look at Dave Campbell's Texas football's official rankings. Well, you've got it. Guyer sitting at seven. Oh, this is it. This eight. is it. This, it was Bryce Harper. So much going into this game. You, Bryce heck, Harper. you can even take a look back at last season and it Carroll what the fuck? solidified the win with a. Oh, fuck. I'm pretty sure. Ah, fuck. I didn't put on. I didn't have my fucking beat headphones. I apologize for what just happened. That's kind of what happens, by the way, when you freaking have. Oh my god, I didn't think that was playing. Oh my fucking god, that was like, that was quality ass fucking content. I freaking just, oh my god. Who cares? Why would you automate, first and foremost, why would you play your stupid video with sound on when I'm not even on the fucking webpage? Jesus Christ, I was on, ah, I, I was having such a good time admiring the cowboy fans and i mean i'm not even like halfway done ah ah and then it's like i i listen and and i look over and i as i am playing bryce harper i get like this obnoxious i don't even know what she was reporting on then i turn on my beats and i'm like there's no way that that this lady is talking i didn't even press on the freaking article jesus christ we got Jay. Where were, I even lost my place. I'm so pissed off. LL Cool J. Ah, Jesus. Let me try and find it. It was during an All-Star game. Here we go. I have to watch like a minute of a two-minute... I have to skip through a minute of a two-minute video because the you have the reporter with the hot tits and with the big titties and the skimpy dressing and she's just rambling on a whole bout a whole bunch of nothing and I'm just like bro just want to see the clip bro this out how, how do you think Dak's going to be this year how do you think Dak's going to be this year this is before the 2018 season by the way turned the tables on him check this out how, how do you think Dak's going to be this year i think it'll be I, I i have not met a more impressive young player Coming into the NFL. And it's not. Oh my God. What the fuck was that noise that she just made? By the way, that was Joe Buck. He cast both 
the MLB and the uh, and the NFL. So that's why Bryce Harper was asking him. Fucking hell, that girl's voice is so fucking annoying. Holy shit. I want to listen to it one more time. I'm sorry if it's really, really quiet. I want to listen to it like one more time. But I don't want to get that obnoxious noise that she just made. I have not met a more impressive young player coming into the NFL. And it's not at all. Jesus fucking Christ. Of course, check out Nelson Cruz posing for a pick with the No, I don't. No. No, I don't. I don't even know your freaking name. Jesus Christ. Your only assets are your assets. That's rude. I, I apologize. <clears throat> I apologize. Just so like, I just want to watch like five seconds and I have to sift through a two minute long video. I wish they had the entire freaking clip, by the way. How do you not have the entire frick? I can't find the clip. Let me, let me, let me do this. Let me, let me type in, let me type in Bryce Harper, Joe Buck. Let me type that in. Let me see if that gives me what I want. It was like at the All-Star game. Here we go. Here we go. Here it is. Here's the full clip. Oh my God. This was a great clip though, by the way. Podcast is running like 20 something. I'm having so much fun. This is one of those podcasts where it's like, man, I'm having so much fun. Check in with Bryce Harper. We check in with Bryce Harper out in right. Hi, Bryce. What's up, guys? How you doing? Are you going uh, under shirtless out there in right field? I got a shirt under there, but it's pretty low. <laughs> Trying to, uh, you know, let that flow a little bit, I guess. Yeah, well, the flow's <laughs> fantastic. It's been fantastic since you showed up. Appreciate it, Joe. In the, in the big leagues, Carlos Correa at the plate he takes a strike hey everything we just said about the Houston Astros we could say in some ways about the Washington Nationals you guys wait wait wait, wait. this isn't an all-star game this is going on during a fucking baseball game what what this is a baseball game and they're just talking about <coughs> Dak Prescott wait, wait wait Bryce Harper Fourth inning. This this is like ASG. I don't know. 2000 ASG. I don't know what that means. It. I thought that was the All-Star game. Yeah, it is the All-Star game. I'm, I'm fucking retarded. Sorry about that. It's But it's AL versus NL. Oh, I, I, I don't. Yeah, it is. Again, I don't know anything about baseball. Good enough to finally win this thing? Hey, we're lucky to have a team that we do. Uh, very fortunate to have young guys, veteran guys, um, great pitching staff. You know, we have two aces and also Gio Gonzalez is throwing the crap out of it this year. Um, you know, one through eight, our lineup is strong. Getting back Trey Turner hopefully soon, and uh, Jason Worse. So, um, I mean, the team. I think we're doing a great job. Uh, we're a family. We're a unit inside that clubhouse. What? What? He didn't. They didn't even play the Dak Prescott <coughs> part. Oh my God! What? How do you not have that clip? That's the best clip of the night. They didn't even play it. What? Oh, my God. That sucks balls. Why wouldn't you play it? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Whatever. But, yeah, Bryce Harper, he's a fan. Clayton Kershaw, he's a fan. LL Cool J, he's a fan. Omar Epps, by the way, the guy who uh, 
I'm watching the house, by the way. But um, uh, he was also in that movie with Tupac Juice, Omar Epps. He's a cowboy fan. <laughs> Rob Lowe. We're getting all. Imagine. 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 I'm telling you. Imagine the ratings of the Cowboy Super Bowl. If you're an NFL fan, let me let me go back. Let, let me let me finish off this list. If you're an NFL fan, there is no better game. There is no better team that is more equipped for playing in the Super Bowl than the Dallas Cowboys. There's no better there's no better team that you either want to see win or lose than the Dallas Cowboys. Rob Lowe is a Cowboy fan. Charlemagne the God is a bandwagon fan. He's not a Cowboy fan. He's a bandwagon fan. He didn't watch any of the Cowboys last year. Now he's like, Cowboys Cowboys are winning. I don't leave my team. Rob Lowe, Omar Epps, Bryce Harper, LL Cool J, John Daly, Dolly, George Eads, James Can, Jay-Z, Chance Crawford, Eva Longaria, Mickey James, Terry Factor, Melissa Rycroft Strickland. I don't know if you can... Uh, I mean, uh, she, it doesn't matter. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Shawn Michaels. Lynn Rimes Cibrian. Eminem. Eminem. Fucking M. Eminem. Detroit. Eight Mile. Come on, bro. George W. Bush. Chris Christie. Grant Hill. Kate Bosworth. Allen Iverson. Clayton Kershaw. Kelly Clarkson. Jenna Fisher, Pam, Pam, Demi Lovato, Montel Jordan, Peaky, PK, Subin, Jamie Foxx, Chris Harrison, Elvis, Chris Harrison or Chris Hansen, whatever his name, Chris, Chris, Elvis, Elvis Andrus, Cowboy Troy, John Rich, Chris Rock, Kendrick Perkins, Russell Westbrook, Lamar names, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, LaMarcus Aldridge, Andy Roderick, and Denzel Washington. Don't tell me I, oh my fucking God, I got this fucking ad again. Fuck's sake. But you get my point. There's a lot of cowboy fans that are incredibly popular. That are celebrities. And obviously there are more teams. There are teams with celebrities. But we're like the Lakers. We have John Nicholson and Snoop Dogg on the sidelines, bro. Come on, man. How do you not want the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Imagine the ratings. Imagine the atmosphere. Imagine how fun it will be. Because either way, you can't deny this. If you hate the damn Cowboys, you want to see them lose. All right, all right. I get it. I get it. But if you love the Cowboys, if you want to see them win, if you want to see the Cowboys win, completely different story. And you have both of them working together. You have the hate, you have the love. And that's and that's exactly what you want. You're going to have people tuning in to hate. You're going to have people tuning in to watch. You're going to have people tuning in because it's a spectacle. And think of what it's going to do. Last year, it was like the worst rated NFL uh, Super Bowl in a really, really long time. Imagine what it will do for the game if you have the best team on the biggest stage, which is why I cannot wait for the postseason because I think the Dallas Cowboys, they have a great shot this year. 
all those celebrities. Imagine being one of those celebrities. Like, I think Chris Rock, and and it's just like a lot of basketball players, they're just going to go out because it's the Super Bowl, but it's like, imagine all the fucking celebrities there, bro. They're going to just pan, and they're going to be like Denzel. LeBron's going to be there. It's going to be in Miami, and it's going to be during the All-Star weekend break, I think, or the week before. They're going to all fly out there, and they're going to watch Super Bowl. CP3 is out there, bro. DeAndre Jordan. Come on now. Russell Westbrook's there. Come on, man. Chris Rock, he's going to be there. Jamie Foxx, he's definitely going to be there. I can't find the video of him. He's going to be there. I don't know if Demi Levine. Jenna Fisher, I'm surprised she's a Cowboy fan. Jesus Christ. We're locked and loaded. Clayton Kershaw's going to be there. AI Allen Iverson, baby. He, He might be there. He's a Cowboy fan. Jesus Christ, the president, the former president, George W. Bush, he may be there. Eminem, Slim Shady, Dark Hornet, he may be in the stance. Can you imagine Slim Shady? Oh, man, Slim Shady's going to be there. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, he may be there. Maybe. Eva Longoria, Longoria, Jay-Z. Apparently, he works with the NFL. He may be there. Mark Wahlberg was at our training camp. He's a Patriot guy. He's he's from Boston. He may be there. LL Cool J, Bryce Harper, Omar Epps, Rob Lowe. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, we'll see. Hold on. That's fucking loud, right? Hold on. No, that's not loud at all. Let me rewind that. I didn't have my beats plugged in. This is how we score, baby. This is how we roll, because this is how we score. Clapping our hands over our heads like we're children. This is how we score, baby. Our offense got a little dig. Little gays. Little thing and Nancy Rudy thump, thumping in your face. Thumping in your face. Little thug. Harrison Smith makes a hit. You won't feel right. I don't know the lyrics, because this is how we score. We're heading up and headed to the Super Bowl. We light it up, cause we're head stopping. This is how we score. We're headed to the sky, cause we don't know how to bake pumpkin kai. Cause this is how we score. This has been 24, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, baby, this is how we score. Our history is... Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. We don't want to hear you. We don't want to hear you. You ruined the song. (coughs) You ruined the song. You ruined it. You ruined it for almost a minute and a half. Listen to this garbage. I'm turning it down. I can't listen to this. Listen to this garbage. It's like I'm trying to rap right now. I don't want to hear that ever again. 
Headed to the Super Bowl. We light it up cause we're headed stopping. This is how we score. We're headed to the sky cause we fly on our Pegasus riding high. This is how we score. What the fuck is that? What the? What am I? This, that static is killing my vibe. Don't you dare static again. You static again, computer. We're going to have some issues. You static when I'm playing. This is how we skull. I'm going to decapitate you. You stop staticking. Stop it. We light it up. Head dead. Stop. Intercepted by Harry the Hitman. Harry the Hitman. by Everson Griffin. Keenum back to pass. Looking out to the left. Throwing caught. I don't even know if you can hear the static. We're chasing the dream. So we were Helga Horns and we stand up and scream. Scream. We're happy on Mondays. We win on them Sundays. We raise our hands high and we dream of that one day. Because this is how we score. Clap, clap, score, score. We win in every game. Heading to the Super Bowl. Up with our hands stopping, this is how we score. We're headed to the sky. We're riding high on our Pegasus. We're shining sky. This is how we score. What the fuck is that sound? Jesus Christ, I'm getting like so much static. Jesus Christ, I'm moving around a lot. I'm getting static all over the freaking place. I don't know what's going on. It's like I'm static shock. Goodness gracious. If you didn't get the Pegasus riding high on the in the sky, riding high on the Pegasus, I'm talking about Valkyries. Same difference. They they're Vikings. Frick's sake, man. Oh man, niggas is tripping, man. Front that song calling me, telling me to get the hell out of here, man. Oh fuck yeah, you can't hear it. I'm the reason. It might yeah. The reason why I'm getting static is because. Of my fucking beats. They are running low on batteries and they static. I'm fucking retarded. I didn't realize it. I didn't charge my rechargeable batteries. Because they haven't been able to recharge. So, yeah. It's not. It's not. You can't hear it. I sound like a raving madman right now. I should snap my rechargeable batteries in half for letting me down. But I'm not going to let this. Hold on. Let me. Frick, man. How do I. How do I get some new batteries? Like, they don't charge anymore. That's the issue. My rechargeable batteries don't recharge anymore. So what does that make them? About as useful as a dog that can't hunt. Like, Jesus Christ. All of my batteries cannot recharge. And I've been having to use non-rechargeable throwaway batteries and beats. They drain them. They suck them dry. They just, oh, God. I mean, you ha- and, it, when, and it adds up. It adds up really, really quickly. Yeah, my beats are just getting low really, really quickly. Got to end this podcast. Hold on. Clapping hands high on the suit. I'm not gonna let freaking rechargeable batteries kill my vibe. Now I can't hear. This is a great place to end the podcast. This has been 24. This is how we score. Wait, 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 wait. No, this isn't fucking 24. I didn't predict it. I predict. Yeah, I predicted everything. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm gonna end it here because I don't want to sound even more like a freaking idiot. Uh, I hope you enjoy. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope you join me for the next podcast. Until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.